0: Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. And welcome back to Coast to Coast. George Norrie with you, Leslie McQuirk with us, our astrologer. Leslie, how did you get so sensitive with astrology? How did this gift occur?
1: I didn't want this gift, for one thing. I went to an astrologer when I was 19. My mother was worried about me. Um, I have a pretty gnarly chart. uh, I find that people who have more difficult charts tend to do more interesting things with their life, but it's not usually easy when they're younger. So my mom was worried about me, and I went to this astrologer, and she basically scared the living daylights out of me because she said, listen, you have an amazing life ahead of you, but you have a very, very tiny little pathway that you can be on. You are highly creative, highly intuitive. You're supposed to have this extremely unusual life, and if you do everything that I tell you, you're going to be fine, but if you don't, It was not a pretty picture. So I took everything she said to heart, and every single thing she said was true. And I became an artist and a writer, wrote over 20 children's picture books that have sold all over the world, never in a million years, thinking I was going to be an astrologer. But I studied it all the time, George. Every single night I would read every book I could get my hands on. And I started to become very good at reading charts. And it was kind of this secret talent I had. And I never thought that I would be doing this as a profession, but I'll I'll never forget the moment when I decided that I had to give up my resistance because I realized that I had the ability to help people. And I stood in my living room and I said, oh, my gosh, does this mean that I'm supposed to quit everything else I was doing with my life and now be in service to just helping other people? And I know from looking at my own chart that I'm basically an instrument. The Native American people call it being a hollow bone, and they can whistle or blow through it and talk through it. When you're born as a human instrument, it means there's something bigger than you coming through you, and you're in service to something that's from, you know, God or whatever you want to call it, the universal God force. And I believe that I am able to have this gift so that I can help people, and that's what I do every day. I change people's lives. I've saved many Mm -hmm. people's lives and helped families. So I feel like I'm in service to this, and it's not always easy um, because I'm a highly sensitive, empathetic person, and I deal with a lot of sadness too. Many people have struggled, but the great thing is after someone talks with me, I can make everyone feel a lot better, because once you understand why you are the way you are, then you can be at peace with it. And the best thing of all, George, about astrology that most people don't know is that we are here to break the patterns that have been holding us back, and astrology can always figure out the way out.
0: How did you get involved, Leslie, with doctors, neurologists? How did that come about?
1: I was teaching at Rancho La Puerta in Mexico where I've been teaching for over 20 years and I lead workshops there on astrology and in one of my classes was a very well-known doctor who watched what I was doing with a group of 60 people in my class and what I would do, George, is I'm an expert on the planet Mercury and I believe knowing your Mercury sign is actually more useful than knowing your sun sign because Mercury explains how you communicate. And if you can pair yourself up with other people who communicate the way you do, it's easier. So think of how profoundly useful this could be in the corporate world. And I'm starting to teach now classes within corporations to help people understand within their offices why certain people drive them crazy and others you get along with. So it's like Myers-Briggs on steroids, basically. It's so much more accurate. So anyway, this doctor watched what I was doing, moving people around the room according to their communication styles. And he met up with me afterwards. I didn't know who he was. And he said, I'm fascinated by what you just did. Would you mind looking at my chart? So I sat down and I was incredibly accurate with describing his childhood and everything that had happened to him. He said, this is unbelievable. He said, I want to work with you because I can tell that you could give me information about my patients that I would never be able to figure out on my own. I said, fantastic. I've been waiting for this for a while. And what happened with him, I said, listen, in order for you to understand how accurate I am, you must send me your patients one by one, but you do not tell me their name. I don't want to know their email address or their phone number. Just give me their birth information. They will call the free conference line number so I can record it. So he started sending me patient number one, number two, number three. And so far, um, with the ones that we've done, after each time he listens to the recording, I say, how accurate am I? He said, you're higher than 95%. So because of him and then other clients who actually had family members who were doctors, I started to have others in the medical profession like Dr. Pat Hopkins, who is the head of integrative medicine in Boston at the Greater Boston Functional Medicine Group. She works with me a lot with... um, understanding that astrology is an incredibly useful tool. It's just one more thing that can help a doctor see the whole big picture, because a doctor can see physically what's the matter with people, but they don't understand the whole history, and they don't understand how astrology can determine trauma in a way that a person might have discounted and not realized that it was a big deal, but it really was. And then the other really fascinating thing that I'm absolutely loving is that I've now caught the attention of neurologists. And in the last um, webinar that I taught, I had three neurologists in the class. And what's so incredibly cool about this is that they understand that the brain is between 60 and 70% water. And we all know that the moon regulates every body of water on planet Earth. That's
0: why people are so strange on full moons, aren't they?
1: Exactly. And we have like a trillion neurons up there, and our brain is filled with water. Oh, by the way, another reason why people get depressed is because they don't drink enough water. If you're not feeding your brain with water, it doesn't operate very well. And what happens is it gets very congested up there and things aren't flowing. So one of the best things to do is to hydrate your brain um, to help with depression, especially during this COVID and all this isolation. It's, It's not the easiest thing for people to do, but it's very important. Anyway, the neurologists have figured out that what I'm doing, there's actually science connected to the fact that we are imprinted at birth with a pattern that's actually somewhat of a, a roadmap or a blueprint of what was happening at the moment of birth up in the sky. And it's like having um, a hard wiring, but it can also be um, broken, that pattern. And that's what's so exciting about the way I do astrology, which plugs totally into neuroplasticity, because they're all about realizing that the brain has flexibility in it. Children are born with incredibly open um, brains, but adults get very tight. And so what they tell people to do is break the patterns in the brain, start learning a new language, do anything different, because we have to get out of our habitual neurotic kind of activities. So we can be controlled by our neurons, just like we can be controlled by our astrological chart. But if you understand the way that the whole thing is created and designed, you can then figure out a way to find the way out. And that's why it's so exciting. And one of the neurologists that I work with, um, she said that doctors are always interested in how to fix things. And one of the things that she said is that I have this ability to explain the personality. And she said in science they don't know how to do that. So it's something that needs to evolve, the combination, bridging the scientific community with this astrological knowledge that I've got. And it makes total sense, too, because if you think about it, Hippocrates, who's the father of modern medicine, he said, a physician without a knowledge of astrology has no right to call himself a physician. Interesting. So every doctor takes this Hippocratic Oath, but we've forgotten this very ancient esoteric science that has merit to it but it's an interpreted art and it's a tool in the toolbox for a doctor i'm not saying that i can completely figure out every medical thing that's the matter with a person but with this particular doctor where he's sending me his patients he had one patient and he called me up and he said leslie you have to help this person i've been working with her for six years i have no idea how to help her and I figured out her problem in one hour. He was blown away. This particular woman, um, she says I saved her life. She went off on an entirely new tangent. And it's because I have like this bird's eye view and can see patterns. And imagine if our brain is patterned in a particular way and I can find things that might just give a doctor a clue as to why the person is the way there is or what that little secret ingredient is that could help them get to a healthier place this is massively important and it's not just neurologists it's other doctors as well I've been working with psychologists for a long time and that's been happening for at least 15 years I mean I've set up one person who does EMDR therapy which I'm a big fan of I think I brought to him most of his clients for, you know, many many years because I can I'm like a diagnostic person. I can see the patterns and then I send them to the doctor for the doctor to work with that pattern.
0: What is astroplasticity? So
1: with neuroplasticity, it's the knowledge that you can remap your neuroconnections. So astroplasticity is like saying you can re configure your astrology chart. You're born with certain patterns, and my job is to be a pattern breaker. Just like neuroplasticity... So you, want to you can to
0: break, break the pattern, pattern. though. You can, you're, you're not yes. stuck with what you're born with, you're saying.
1: Exactly. It's massively important that people understand this. You can break the pattern. So for example, if I see in someone's chart that they have in their dna a connection with um alcoholism or drug abuse and some people have this i can even see which side of the family it comes from is it from the mother or the father just because it's there it doesn't mean you have to give into it it means you have to be very aware of it and do things to mitigate that so you don't what I call fall into quicksand, because that's what a chart can feel like. But until someone tells you, this is where the quicksand is, and this is where it's safe, you can get stuck, just like your brain can get stuck, looping in the same thing over and over again. So we can reprogram ourselves, just like when you think about a little baby that's in the womb the neurons can be changed by reading the baby books, even though it's still inside its mom. And you can also play music to a little baby. And those vibrations will help with the patterning of those neurons. And music is an invisible thing, but it has unbelievable power. And astrology is also an invisible thing. And it's also like music, something that can be interpreted. And... We have a connection with these planets and we live in an electromagnetic system. And we are electromagnetic little beings, and our brains are where it's all happening.
0: We're going to take calls. Go ahead, Melissa. Go ahead.
1: Well, I think the brain is conformed to the astral, and I think there's this definite connection there. And I think one day, I think I'm ahead of. Um, science at the moment, but one day scientists are going to be coming to me even more than they are now to figure out what the heck I'm doing.
0: We're going to take calls with Leslie next hour. We're going to need your birth month, day, and year. And then she'll go to town and tell you a little bit about yourself. What do you see overall for us in 2021 this year?
1: So the good news is that slowly, slowly it's going to get easier, but it really doesn't Get a lot easier until August. Maybe we'll start feeling a little better in June and July, but we have kind of a rough month coming up in February. I'm not real thrilled with some of the things that I see happening, and it um, doesn't mean that you have to worry about your safety or anything. I want everyone to just realize that these are just cosmic weather patterns. So if the meteorologist on TV says a hurricane is coming, you just prepare and you kind of lay low. That's what I would suggest. We've got another couple of very rare events happening, and this is where it's going to be old versus the new. All right, And these are the dates when this particular conflict is going to be at its most intense, most potent time. The first one is on February 17th. The next one is on June 14th. And then the last one is on December 24th. So we, we have it basically all year long, but this is just when it's most intense. And what this looks like, is let's use a metaphor again, I think it's always easier rather than throwing out astrological language. Pretend that you're looking at an old man who's wearing a tweed jacket. He has a British accent, and he has a cane, and he's all about order, structure, do it the old way. Yes. That's Saturn. He is in a fight with Uranus, and Uranus is like a person who's got tattoos all over his body and wearing wild clothes and has dreadlocks. You know, he's rebellious. He's a pattern breaker. These two characters are going to be at odds with each other. So it's basically conservative versus progressive, the old versus the new. And every time these They're called squares, happen at an exact moment. Those dates I just gave you, February 17th, June 14th, December 24th, it's when that old man and that tattooed guy kind of are going at it at a really intense level. So is this good? Is this bad? We have to realize that even with hurricanes, when they come, yeah, they're scary. They're not really fun, but they also bring good things, too. Um, So it's not always negative, but it's a little rough, and it's not the most fun thing to go through. And then your um, uh, astronomer who was just on, he was talking about those four eclipses we've got this year. And those are very intense as well. He gave those dates, but what you want to do is prepare for them two days after um, and four days before. So there's this window there where you'll feel the effects of that. So if things get squirrely and you get really upset during those times, just realize it's okay. Don't freak out. It's just, you're under the influence of cosmic weather that sometimes is, what I say, kind of gnarly and there's nothing you can do about it.
0: Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.